his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Holy thunderbolts, Batman. What's happening? I just looked at the forecast that... After you played, you you played the forecast, and so mm-hmm. I'm like, that can't be true. <laughs> <laughs> I went and looked it up. <laughs> that can't be true. It's bad. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> eight degrees for the high temperature on Saturday. That's when you and Carrie are going to be out at yeah, it's gonna be cold. Arrowhead. Uh, negative four, the low, by the way. Mm-hmm. The high temperature on Sunday is zero. The overnight low Sunday into Monday is 10 degrees below zero. The high on Monday is three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The and high on just, Tuesday is 10. That's just the real temperature. Wait till you get a little breeze. And then we get like a midweek break. By break, I mean it gets up to 29. It'll feel warm. And then it goes right back down into the teens. This is terrible. Yep. Uh, by the way, huge chance of snow overnight tonight. Okay. Good times. Uh, uh, did you see Bill Belichick is out at New England? Okay, was he fired? I mean, th- this is a good reminder for all of us. It's what have you done for me lately, mm-hmm. not what have you done for me over your 20-year career. Because mm-hmm. if you had said a couple years ago he would be fired, I think people would be like, what? Well, I, I don't think he was fired. Mm, come on, Scott. I, I think he was mm-hmm. fired. Mm-hmm. You want to put a bow on that turd? Legendary head coach Bill Belichick confirmed today that he is leaving the New England Patriots after 24 seasons, six Super Bowl wins, nine trips to the Super Bowl. Uh, No team has been to the Super Bowl, I don't believe, as many times as the New England Patriots. Uh, Standing next to Patriots owner Robert Kraft at a media conference, Belichick said the two of them had mutually agreed to part ways. Uh, Kraft stressing that he and Belichick had split amicably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they realized yes. he's not so good without his golden boy. Yeah, yeah without without a superstar mm-hmm. quarterback, without the greatest player of all time. Now, granted, you can't win Super Bowls. Tom Brady didn't come into the league as the greatest player of all time. In Fair fact, point. he was kind of a lookover because of how low his stats were. So you can credit Belichick for potentially molding him into what he became. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously, he's having trouble molding somebody else. Hmm. Okay, Belichick is out. He gone. Nick Saban, Belichick. Pete Why they Carroll. call it Black Monday? Pete oh, Carroll. Uh, Pete Carroll. Yeah, he's out. The headline said that he was fired too. I don't know when the I don't know what the truth is there. He's out. Right. Vrabel's out of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, if you missed the top of the show, the Chiefs will be opening warming stations 
before the playoff game on Saturday, both inside the stadium and outside the stadium for tailgaters. And you are allowed to bring a small piece of cardboard. I just saw this in the Kansas City Star. Mm -hmm. To stand on, first time I've ever heard this, because uh, that provides some sort of layer in between the bottom of your feet and Mm -hmm. the freezing ground. I have never heard on when I heard them say you could bring cardboard. I thought they meant you like for signs, for signs. Yeah. like yay Travis Kelsey. No, it's <clears> to stand on. So you can either bring in the cardboard or just drink a large amount of liquor, right. and it will make you think you're warm <laughs> right. when you're really not. While you're freezing, they say that, but there has been issues in the past with you showing up with your cardboard and them making you throw it away at the gate. So if you're bringing the cardboard, just take a sharpie and write Chiefs on it. Then it's a sign. Okay. Mm-hmm. You don't have and then to get once all, you get in, then once you get in, you can stand on. Yeah, you don't have to get all decorative with it. Maybe not, don't write Chiefs if you're, you're going to so stand smart, on it. Sam. Right, like squish the fish, and then he you knows, can stand on He knows on that. how to get around all the rules, doesn't he? Squish the fish. Squish I the fish, it. baby. I love it. Okay, Sam. Nerd. That's what we're going to do. Knock on wood. Um, listen to this story from CNN. I found this one fascinating. The first known piece of mail ever sent using a prepaid stamp could fetch $1.5 million to $2.5 million when it goes up for auction at Sotheby's in New York next what, month. Was the mail attach a penny to the back of this and we'll send you some cassettes? No, it was not Columbia House. It was not. What was it, 18? You're, you're not going to get Motley Crue shout at the devil 1887 for 1887 or something that this was Or Quiet Riot's sent? mental health. What was the letter, pray tell? Dated May 2nd, 1840. Oh, wow, way before I thought. The letter's original recipient was William Bleckensop, the 35-year-old manager of an ironworks in Bedlington. Is this in Vermont? Where is this? New York. Uh, uh, sorry, a town in the north of England. Uh, Sotheby's states that all that's known about the letter sender is that they posted the missive, the missive in London and paid for it with a penny black stamp. Wow. One point what million? My God. One point five to two point five million dollars. It still has the stamp affixed to the letter. Who kept that and passed that down for hundreds of years? Believed to be the first piece of mail ever sent using a prepaid stamp. That's cool. I mean, I wouldn't pay a million dollars for it, but... That was back when you could use stamps as legal tender. Conversation. Thank you, Sam. I agree with that. By the way, I did read into it a little bit more. And, oh, did you go... Uh, did I send you, you down a rabbit hole? Did you did. Go rabbit hole stamps as legal tender. Yeah, they stopped Sam. using stamps in, as legal tender roughly around 1862. And uh, what it said was is because they came up with other types of currency, uh, like the dollar bill. Like money? Yeah. <laughs> so Fractional currency is oh, what Oh, that's you right. Said. Fractional currency. They came up with yeah, fractional right. currency. <laughs> uh, okay. We have a story out of Topeka and the Topeka Capital Journal that's sort of a whopper. And you all are going to laugh because th- there have been times on this program where we will go to look something up for the show And Scott will say, I'm not looking that up on a work computer. And I'll go, I'm not going to look it up. And Sam's like, I'm not looking it up. And then I look it up. Because there are legitimate reasons to go looking for things for research that really are, we're just trying to find information. And that has come back to bite a Topeka man where it hurts. And let me tell you why. He is a Topeka psychiatrist on the defense because his name was dumped in a data dump of people looking up white Power music lyrics 
and buying white power songs. Yep. A Topeka psychiatrist who is writing an academic book on the impact of racism and bigotry and how it can manifest in music says he has been harassed in the wake of a Swedish socialist group releasing the names of customers of a far-right website he used for research. Dr. Kirby Pope says he started studying the effects of hate speech, racism, and the media about eight years ago after encountering a client who held extreme beliefs. He said his research was to help clients and for his book. Then a group over in Sweden that targets fascist and white power movements on December 4th released all of the names, addresses, phone numbers, and emails of thousands of customers from this hate website. We have seen this before, Scott, with online um, dating sites that have been hacked. The Ashley Madison hack, remember that? I do. Where you signed up and gave all of your information because you wanted to step outside your traditional union. This has now happened with hate music. I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, you weren't aware of that? And he is, well, I, I, I'm not surprised, oh, there's, oh, I guess. There's, there's neo-Nazi heavy metal bands, all kinds of stuff. So he goes to research this. Mm-hmm. And he is writing a book because most of the times when this happens, you know, people laugh. You go, this was for research. I only went to that website and no one believes it. He's now being harassed because people erroneously think he is a racist. And all he was doing, he claims, was doing research for a book. I can believe that, by the way. I actually believe believe it. I mean, he, you've got books on Hitler on your bookshelf, yes, and you're I not do. a Hitler sympathizer. Now, he purchased <laughs> no, 38 items from this hate website since 2017. Whoa, 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 Yes, whoa, whoa. quoting here, and I assume those are songs. Music is a powerful force for good and ill, as we know, and music has a potency to it, particularly for adolescents. So it's a combination of things. It's lyrical content because the form the music takes – where there's a spectrum of that, all the way from ballads to extreme metal-type music. The feelings that instills in a person, how it may reinforce certain negative drives or fuel anger. There's ballads about hating people of a different race? Uh, Apparently there are. It gives them, listening to this music, a a sense of power, even superiority. The online registry includes more than 20,000 orders overall. That is what, scary. But, uh, okay. Mostly based in Northern Europe, by the way. Yes. Uh, more often than not, the most ra- – I don't know why I know this stuff. The most racist heavy metal music comes out of Norway and Sweden. Yes. Nearly 1,500 orders were shipped to the United United States. So – so why is he buying it, though, when you could probably get it for free e- either on Spotify or YouTube? He spent six years writing a book. Well, I understand. You, you don't think you would actually do that, you know, under the cover that really you're a racist that likes listening. I don't believe it. I mean, the guy looks no. like the guy looks like Sigmund Freud. Yeah, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt that, yes. he, that this was research. Uh, th- there was nothing untoward. But why buy it? Why actually give money to a hate organization. Right, when you could easily watch it online for free or get it on Spotify for free. 
he says he received an anonymous phone call a couple of weeks ago that was very threatening. And the caller threatened to destroy him and implied his livelihood and reputation would be ruined. Are we really at the end of the day, Scott, each and every one of us listening right now, are we just the totality of our web browser searches? Yes. And God forbid, if ever somebody gets a hold of my web browse, uh, my web searches, I'm screwed. Because of work. What are you yes. looking up? Oh. <laughs> because of work, Sam, we look up weird stuff all day. But, but, but Sam, I, I, I'm not, I'm not at home looking up weird stuff for fun. I'm at home looking up the weird stuff that people are accused of looking up. And I'm like, what's the problem with that? And I oh. Oh, and then, then I see it. I'm like, okay, see, I see. See, if I even think it is uh, sketchy or something like that, I'm trying to give a recent example, let me think, where we were looking up something and it, it took us completely to a different dark corner of the web. Oh, I, I, I won't even you, I go can, there. I can tell you right now, uh, the scout cam video of that head-on collision crash from last week. Okay. Most people would not want to see that on their computers. Uh, I, absolutely. And I but can't, and I can't get that image know, out of my mind. But that also wouldn't lead to you being fired for no, being a weirdo. But but, but but you asked for an example, yeah. and that was the most recent one I could think of where what did I watch recently that most people would not watch at home or, or certainly at work, and it's that. So the, that we could explain what happened. Watching the video of that head-on collision. Uh, on which, which, which yep. if, if I worked at, you know, Sprint or, you know, wherever – I, I probably would not watch it work. But what does this mean for the future? Are we going to be given a social credit score based well, on our internet searches? Yes, if someone hacks into that database, yep. which we know historically they are not the strong, you know, it's not like hacking into the Fed yeah. and then dumping the client list. Well, honestly, hacking into the Fed. But but out of those 1,500 purchases in the United States, 1,500 purchases were made. What percentage of those do you think were for research for a book? I'm going with him. I think it's him, and I think one thousand four hundred ninety-nine of them mm-hmm. are racists who enjoy racist I, I'm music. Actually, I'm actually surprised that the number is that low. In in a country of three hundred thirty million people, only fifteen hundred racist on song? one oh, okay. hate right. website. Right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight five eight six seven seven nine eight. Hey, don't forget tomorrow at 5 o'clock. Man, this week is going by fast. Uh, Tomorrow at 5, it is Festivus Friday, the airing of the grievances every Friday afternoon at 5 o'clock. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798. Keith in Overland Park. Hello, Keith. Hi. Hello, guys. Hey, good to to talk with you guys. Good to talk to you. Years ago when my son went on, he was a little squirt. We were searching on the Internet for Disney movies, and we got Aladdin and uh, 101 Dalmatians, all the all the classic ones. Yeah. Well, we typed in another website at, for Disney movie called Bambi, and when that popped up, hello, Sailor. Yeah. Uh, it, oh. was, it was not quite the Bambi movie that we had expected. So uh, you never know what's going to happen sometimes on it. So it gave us a big surprise. And, Keith, uh, I wonder, because we've all had that happen where you're looking for one thing and something very different pops up. Um th- There are ways that you can go into your computer and block the um, shocking accidental, didn't mean to go there, website stuff. But, especially if you have little kids. But I feel like as a researcher, if I was writing a book, would you not have used 
like a browser that didn't come straight back to you? And would you have used a P.O. box for sensitive material? Or do you think that would make you look more guilty instead of just having it come to his house with his phone number and everything attached? Like he just he wasn't hiding it. This psychiatrist just ordered this stuff to his house. You're perusing racist heavy metal music. Right. How could you look any less guilty? Well, that's what I'm saying. I wonder if he thought maybe I should do this anonymously, but then that actually makes it look like I'm a racist when I'm just trying to do research. I mean, what if, what if you are writing a book about all kinds of horrible things? The mob. I mean, I, that's a bad example. Um, it's actually a really child good abuse, ex- no, it's actually a pedophilia. Really good like what if, what if you sex are trafficking. sex trafficking? Your browser is going like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know as a researcher or an author sometimes how you avoid some of that let, let me, stuff. Let me ask you a dumb question. Um, obviously, being racist is not in and of itself illegal. Listening to racist music in and of itself is not illegal. Engaging in sex trafficking, though, is. is. Okay? If you were to engage in research... To write a paper or a book. About those things. About things that are inherently illegal. You are breaking the law if you are looking up things that are inherently illegal. Do you need to inform the authorities prior to the beginning of your search? I would. And as this psychiatrist in Topeka, I would have made sure everyone around me knew. Uh, I'm I'm having this delivered here. I'm not a racist. This is for... I would have front-loaded all of that and told everyone around me, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm buying and why. But is that but, really how we want to live? No. But but, he, but you, he's getting death threats, but, but Sam. You, you doth protest too much. If I'm running over to my neighbor's house saying, I'm not a pedophile, but... An Indiana-based anti-fascist account tweeted this Topeka man's name and employer and linked the online registry of customers to its 1,500 followers, then the account directed followers to report this man to the American Board of Psychoanalysis and requested his employer investigate him. They're, they are going after him with... Guns a Guns a Scott, with yep. pitchforks and fire. Mm-hmm. And then you try to say, no, out of the 1,500 Americans that ordered this stuff, I'm I, the one... I was the one doing just research. Just doing research. And you know it sounds bad. It does. Okay. And we're taking him at his word. We don't know. He spent six years writing a book about hate speech in music. I believe him. Did, I'm just saying, why, like, if this happened to me, I would be like, oh, my God, this looks bad. Well, would, would he have not told his employer? I'm not saying he yes. didn't. And he says at the end of this story, he would still do the same thing again. He thinks the research is important and that his colleagues know me, that I am a dedicated, well-trained child psychiatrist And despite receiving harassment and threats, he believes the work is important enough that he would do it again. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798-586-7798 here on Dana and Parks. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. 
Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. So I've been victimized, apparently, Sam. Uh, yes, you have. Your social credit score on the Internet is going down dramatically. I cannot believe we're talking about this. And then during a break, tell everyone what you just told me. Well, so you uh, got a wonderful, wonderfully hilarious picture from Carrie Emmert this morning from yep. KCI, where uh, there was a gentleman holding a sign that said, Welcome back from the swingers convention. You didn't type the word swingers. No, into I just your posted tweet. the photo of this hilarious guy going, Welcome back to the from the swingers convention, which I assume as a joke that he's picking up his brother or a college buddy or his wife that'd be even funnier. As a joke, I just post the photo. Well, I like to click on replies to tweets because I like to see what people say. And I couldn't help but notice that uh, there's only three replies to that tweet, two of which are not real accounts, I presume. Uh, one of them is from a Melanie Hart, 18 plus. Melanie. Oh, a, my gosh. 18 plus. Yep. It says Melanie Hart, 18 plus. Uh, <laughs> you know where to go, devil horns. And then there's a picture that says content warning, nudity. Uh, click here to show. I will not Dana be clicking here. Right. So I post a photo, a real photo of a guy at KCI joking about picking somebody up, coming back from a swingers convention. And I don't type the word swinger or anything. And somehow... People in the porny industry. Oh, but wait, there's more. Find that and latch on, and now, and I've blocked both of them. By the way, the second reply from oh Bella Dreams <laughs> with a Z, with a Z, also with a heart, eighteen oh plus. God. Do you like wait, me? Wait, wait, whoa, whoa. Question do, mark. Wait, wait. Do they both have eighteen plus? They both have eighteen plus. Okay. okay. And if you look, their their uh, Twitter handles are not anything. Any in relation to their name. They're not real people. It's Obviously, a bot. they're fake scam accounts. Okay, but, but I didn't type those words. I just posted a photo of a guy holding up a sign with that word in it. But how far do we take it? This guy was researching something about racism. Uh, I mean, they could drop this and say, well, Dana. Yeah, and there's a swinger because yeah, this was in her algorithm. I mean, people do understand that that's the world's funniest airport sign picking up someone joke, right? People don't actually look at that sign and go, oh, he's picking up a switch. Like, no, it's no, a no. joke. But but they think if you think that's funny. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm being serious. What is happening? The, I can't the, believe we're talking the, about this. These, well, these maniacs who live in God knows where, uh, Siberia, think if you think that that sign is funny, 
then maybe you're open to that kind of a lifestyle. Okay. The reality is, is that some algorithm that they started running on That's right. Twitter That's picked right. up on the word swingers being in that picture and said, oh, she wants some we, of we, this we, content. We, and we've got a live one here. Uh, let's go after her. If she thinks it's funny, she might actually think that this kind of lifestyle is enjoyable. And let's go after right. Dana. She's a swinger. Got it. Got it. When is the next swingers? Uh, I don't know. I have. I would have to Google that. And I'm sure an as hell not doing you, that now. Can you check your calendar? Okay, that's great. Bob, that's great. Bob and Bonner. Hello, Bob. Yeah, how you doing today? Great show. Thank you, man. As always. Thank you. I was just telling Sam, uh, right after 9-11, I was tasked to write a uh, terrorism manual for the Army. <laughs> and so my team and I were constantly researching on the Internet. And that took us to terror sites, uh, and a lot of those turned out to be porn sites. Oh, God. And so in the government, when you got a government account, they audit all that stuff. So fortunately, the IMO, the uh, Information Management Officer for our organization, her office was right next door to mine. Good. And I was constantly running over, come here, come here, look at my computer. Here's what came up. Here's what I'm researching, <laughs> and here, here's a here's a porn site. Now document this that when I get audited and someone says, "Why are you looking at, uh, you know, Bambi?" Uh, <laughs> this is why. And I, I'm glad, Bob, you did what I said I would do, and you had this off on the front end, and you tell somebody, "I'm researching. This is what I'm doing. This is why I'm doing it. I'm mm. about ready to look this up again." Now, wait, if they were to audit Bob and had to click on the link to find out that it was porn. Yeah, then you're looking at the same thing. Shouldn't they now be audited? Yeah, but if you have a .gov address. Where does it stop? Mm, mm. From the text line, when did Dana become a swinger? (laughs) Right. hey You know now our cell phones are listening to that, and we're going to start getting, you know. Swinging websites? Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy your OnlyFans ads. Well, I, Sam, I... I'm absolutely in love and enamored with the music of one very popular songwriter and singer. And I had been posting some of my favorite songs. I think I liked one page where every year a football player? tens of thousands of women go to Mexico for this concert that she holds in Mexico. And it's called Girls Just Want to Have Fun. And it's mostly women that go to this concert. And I had inquired about getting tickets, like how much is it to go? And we're not going to go. But neither here nor there. Right after all of that started happening, Facebook started pushing me um, <laughs> the Late Life Lesbians Lounge. What? Yes. Yes. Late, Late Life, Life Lesbians, Lesbians Lounge. Lounge. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm like, because I'm a Brandy Carlisle super fan, not all Brandy Carlisle fans are gay. Are they all late in life? Um, No, I think <laughs> mostly you 40s really thought and about 50s. that one. But the other night, another one popped up. Would you like to join like this closed private group? And I'm like, it's okay to listen to Brandy Carlisle. And not, I, I, mean, I, I like Brandy Carlisle, and oh I'm not a late God, in life I lesbian. Oh, that song, The Story. Sure? The greatest story ever. So. The okay. greatest song is the story ever written or recorded. And it's funny because they, they are making assumptions. Is she a lesbian? Oh, yeah. She and her wife have been married for years. I had no idea. Yeah. I, didn't ca- I didn't care. I know. But it's not like if you said you liked, um, I don't know, name a male artist. Let's say you liked Ricky Martin's music. 
Is it automatically going to start saying to you, would you like to join the late life gay man's lounge? I mean, I hope it depends. So. Is he looking up a concert where 10,000 men are going to go I, to watch Ricky Martin? God, I hope so. <laughs> it's like, really? Send me all those websites. Like this is why my grandmother used to say, I'm not getting on that internet. I'm because afraid of, I'll get somewhere I can't get out. Apparently, <laughs> like, It's not the caves. Dating women has not gone well for me, so I'm <laughs> switching, switching teams. switching over. <laughs> I'm switching teams. Ricky, here he comes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ding-a-ling. All right, story here from the New York Post. Most of the unhealthiest states in the United States hail from the... South. That is correct. Well, some of the nation's healthiest states can be found west. Wrong. Northeast. Northwest. On the East Coast. Oh, really? According to a new study from Forbes. Uh, would you care to guess some of the least healthy states? Um, well, it's Mississippi. It's Alabama. Mm-hmm. It's uh, probably uh, West Virginia. Yes. Yeah. Tennessee, Arkansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, and Oklahoma. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, West Virginia, by the way, deemed as the least healthy state. Uh, they have the highest number of uh, percentage of adults who smoke, 21%. Highest adults that are obese, 41%. Okay. Hmm. No surprises there. No, no, not at all. Uh, healthiest states. Here we go. Hawaii. Utah. Mm-hmm. Washington State, um, all of those. Minnesota, but here, here they come. No, Minnesota. No, uh, Massachusetts, Connecticut, New Jersey, New Hampshire, and New York. Healthiest states in the union. Uh, part of my childhood is dead and destroyed. Did you see? This is from CBS News, but you can find it anywhere. They are discontinuing fruit stripe gum and super bubble. What? Yes. Fruit Stripe and Superbubble have been discontinued, ending a decades-long run of two iconic chewing gum brands. Uh, however, some suppliers of Fruit Stripe may still be available at stores, but the brands will disappear forever from store shelves once those are gone. So get it while it's hot, people. Fruit Stripe with the zebra on the front. That was the best gum that lasted 10 seconds. I was just about to say, isn't that the one that the flavor left immediately? There, there was the was ultimate so scam good. in gum purchasing. Wrigley's Spearmint had a longer shelf life of flavor than Fruit Stripe. I mean, they uh, had that's saying something. They had it in the bag in maximizing profits because you had to buy the 100 pack just wait, so you could chew it for an hour. Listen mm-hmm. to this. The decision that came fresh in, breath. in 2022. The decision came after years-long declines mm-hmm. in gum chewing with gum sales down by one-third since 2018. Atlantic Magazine this year declared that the candy just, quote, isn't cool anymore. Superbubble, by the way, was a post-World War II invention introduced to kids in 1946 as the first individually wrapped bubblegum under the names Bub's Daddy in 1946. Is that true that gum isn't cool anymore? And I'm going to be honest, I have not chewed gum in years. I used to be a um, frequent gum chewer. I cannot remember the last time I put a piece of gum in my mouth. Oh, my God, I forgot about the zebra-themed tattoos the gum came with. Remember? You put it on your didn't, uh, arm and, and wet it down. Didn't and Super Bubble or whatever that one was. What was the other one? Uh, 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 isn't that bubble. the one? That, super Bubble. Isn't that the one that came with the cartoons, the little uh, comics 
inside of it? Uh, I think so. If you can name the zebra mascot's name, no chance. I will fall out of my chair. Um, Doodle. When fruit stripe gum first hit shelves, it became popular with consumers thanks to its bright packaging, colorful stripes, and mascot, Yipes the Zebra. The gum came with zebra-themed tattoos what? and contained What's five flavors. Yipes? Yipes. That's what you said when you chewed the gum because it ran out of flavor so fast. <laughs> five Yipes. Yipes. That was five flavors. Wet and wild melon, <laughs> cherry, lemon, orange, and peach smash. You have another stick? Oh, I'm so sad. So you want bazooka? Uh, bazooka, bazooka is one with the with the ads, oh, yeah. with the car- cartoons. Okay. Okay. When did chewing gum go out of fashion? If they're right that in 2022 they said it's just not cool anymore. Okay. And why? I don't, I don't know that it's not cool anymore. I, I just when I'm in the convenience store, it just for whatever reason, and I don't know. Price, Sales have tanked. Yeah, why? I don't know. I, I've stopped chewing gum, and I didn't okay. think about it until you mentioned. When was that. the last time you saw a Hubba Bubba? Well, I haven't seen commercial Hubba. advertising. They used Probably to advertise. Um, what were the twins on? Double Mint. Yeah. Where they had the twins in the in, in on the, the bicycle. on the bicycle or yep. rollerblades. Yep. They used to advertise gum. Probably millions of dollars spent in advertising for what you buy for a dollar at the store. When was the last time you saw a gum advertisement? Gotta. Well, five gum ads were off the charts like Who? five years ago. What are those? Who's five, five gum? gum? What's that? It's called five. Never heard of it. Well, never heard of it. They should have done more advertising. <laughs> Where did gum go? I'm going to look it up over overall candy sales, sales if gum is considered candy, which I think it's in a separate oh, category I think of its gum's own. gum's a candy. I think gum is candy. just gum. All right, quick break. Dana writes, Scott Parks from the text line. What happened to gum? From 9023, Scott is the only guy that I know that brings an engagement ring to a third date. Okay. Telephone, baby. Yeah, yeah. We'll give you a ring. Same old thing. You want to talk about one-hit wonders. I love this song. It's a great song. Keep name, your hands name, to yourself. Name one other hit that they had. I can't do it either. Don't give me no lines and keep your hands to yourself. Uh, uh, the Hippie Hippie Shake has 7 million listens on Spotify. Sam, we have gone down a rabbit hole about gum. Uh, Text line hit the nail on the head. Since the Atlantic reported about a year ago, gum is no longer in fashion. It is no longer cool. And according to the takeout.com, sales for gum and mints never rebounded post-pandemic. But what is the text line saying? From the text line, a couple of different people texted this in. I used to chew gum after I smoked a cigarette. I don't smoke anymore. Okay, maybe smoking cessation has something to do with it. Well, to cover up the smell on their breath. Yeah. Since so many of us started wearing masks post-2019... You didn't need to freshen your breath. We all had less of a reason to be self-conscious about the way our own breath smelled in the first place. Why worry about coffee breath if everyone has their face covered with a mask? Oh, I chewed gum more with a mask on because I didn't want to smell my own coffee breath. Really? Yeah. I always have a pack of gum in my truck. 24-7. I used to to carry gum with me everywhere I went. And wait, 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 we're thinking like adults. The kids used to all chew gum. I cannot remember the last time my kids came in with gum, ever. Uh, Maya, yes. Sarah, no. 
When I used to walk myself to CVS as a kid to buy my ridiculous amounts of monsters that I've mentioned on the air here before, uh, I would always buy two packs of five gum. Huh. Uh, you can actually look at the global chewing market size from 2015 to 2025. People study this. Uh, sugar gum market share versus sugarless, all of it's down. Okay, does, but does it rank the gum in order of popularity? Uh, no, but do you have that? No, but I would I would love to guess. Okay, you guess. I've got it right here. Top 50 most popular gum, and this is of 20, as of 2020. I'm going to go with extra wintergreen. Wait, extra is number six. Ooh. Mentos. That's not gum, but it's number nine. Mentos makes a gum. Oh, okay. That's what I have in my truck, Mentos gum. Uh, Mentos, definitely. You're, you're, you're not thinking, don't think stick gum. Don't think stick gum for number one. It's the first thing you see when you go to check out at the grocery store. Big League Chew? Nope. Don't think stick gum. Text line will have it. Icebreakers. In the, oh, in the yeah. plastic, hard okay. plastic. The, the share yep. where you can open the big lid or the little lid. It goes from Icebreakers, number one, Wrigley's Spearmint, number two. Still number two. That is the worst gum in the history of the world. I know. It has no flavor. Dentine Ice, followed by Trident White, five gum, Sam, which I've never heard of. All right, so so Sam was explaining this. You've seen it. it it's the gum. It, it comes in the pack like extra, and it just has the... It's black and with a green five written on oh, okay. it. Okay, I have seen that. I didn't know have what you, I thought that was like tobacco or something. Have you seen those gum packs that have like the plastic casing? They're gigantic packs of gum. Yes, that's five gum. Yeah. Okay. Double your pleasure. Double, double your, your fun, fun. Double your something with spearmint gum. Waiting for you. A double pleasure. Double cool. I remember that ad. Oh, my God. Well, pleasure's waiting for you. And they're all twins. They're they're adorable. All right, quick break. News coming up with Dan Weinbaum in just a moment. Sam Stevie the Third. She is Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks. Use kayak to find. Oh, oh, that's my fault. Here on KMBZ. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data Fixed Median Download Speeds USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.